Welcome to the FCA Board Chair and Director Leadership Podcast. This podcast is designed to increase the leadership capacity in your area. Hosted by Drew Beard, FCA Field Vice President of the Southwest Region. Listen and be encouraged, equipped, and empowered to lead others and see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. Now, here's Drew. Hello, my name is Drew Beard. Welcome back to the FCA Board Chair and Director Leadership Podcast. I'm excited to be back with you. It's been a few uh, months since we've been able to get a recording in, and that's all, all due to my uh, lack of ability to get things going and, and stay consistent, but we're growing in it, and I'm super excited to know that this month and next month we're going to share some information that, in my opinion, is is transformational for the uh, board chair and the area director, uh, or the or the director, multi area director, regional director, whoever it is that is is putting this board in place. And I'm excited to have our leader, FCA's executive director, when it comes to board and donor advancement, Mike Miller, with us today. And we're going to start um, today talking specifically about the board, and then next month uh, come back and talk about donor ministry and how Mike has. Um, used his skill set and his abilities to uh, help FCA grow in this lane of board and donor advancement. It's great to have the website fca.org slash boards up when you listen to this podcast because you can look through and see and have some click-throughs right in front of you. Let's, uh, let's invite Mike in. Mike has served in several positions with FCA, but Mike, I've got to be honest with you. I believe that this role fits you best, and uh, in my opinion, your gift is relationships, the joy that you have when you're around people and the events that you've put on. I think that's why you succeed in this role. So let us get to know you a little bit. Give us a uh, give us the short version of a little bit about your family and tell us how God has used you in FCA and ultimately landed you in your current role. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Man, it's uh, great to be with you guys. One, uh, I have a beautiful family, wife Caroline. Uh, we've been married three years this year, which wow. is uh, a huge blessing. That's and awesome. then I have three boys, uh, all in college, so I'm broke right now. But other than that, uh, <laughs> we're good. Uh, been blessed to serve with FCA for 33 years and uh, started. Um, I've been in four different uh, field roles. Three of those were, uh, I was the first staff person. Uh, one in what I would call more of kind of a resort retirement community in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second was in a very rural environment in West Virginia. And then uh, the third was in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, which we consider a major market Mm -hmm. uh, based on the size of the city and the capacity. And then the fourth area I served in was in Atlanta, Georgia, which is another major market. And what I found in all of those, Drew, is that uh, one of the foundational elements in all that we do is really building that board for long-term health of ministry. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Four different roles. I love how you shared uh, the, the reality of the fact that you were a builder um, in, in three of those four roles. And I think that a lot of the people that are on our calls today, they, they're builders, Mike, and they're mm-hmm. trying to... Uh, establish, as you said, a strong foundation for the local area. Just a reminder, we believe that the board and the board chair is is designed to increase the leadership capacity in the local area. And so that is that is the foundation of where we begin. Uh, your 33 years in FCA, Mike, has, has, has shown you a lot of things. Uh, but uh, talk to us. Um, let's transition and talk about the website, fca.org. 
uh, slash boards. You and your team have done an excellent job putting this together. Uh, from myself and to all of our field leadership, we want to say thank you for the work that you've done uh, on this website. So talk to us about the vision for the website and why you created it the way you did. Yeah, we just really felt like, uh, you know, we needed a resource in which our board members and especially our board chairman and directors could go and really get uh, information to help them uh, build their boards, uh, have the resources and tools that they need uh, to help equip and empower them um, as they really work through the process of developing the board out. And, and so that was really the uh, formation of the website, was just being a place specifically for the board members and board chairs and our directors to be able to go and pull that. Um, we have, it, when you look at the headings, uh, we have our board chair, which is really kind of a definition of what the board chair really is and how they uh, should function as a board chair. Mm -hmm. uh, we break it out into our board teams. Uh, what does that represent? What's that mean? How do we build our board teams? Okay. And then just overall resources, which we break our resources down into what I would call recruit, uh, train, and develop. Mm -hmm. And those are just great tools underneath there. Um, you know, simple questions of how do we uh, recruit board members? Mm -hmm. uh, what are board member expectations? All those kind of things. So we just wanted a space uh, specifically for uh, the board member and the board chair to be able to go and uh, pull those resources. Well, you guys have certainly accomplished that. Uh, again, thank you for this website. Uh, it, this is, has provided great clarity, great direction, uh, a great resource that's easy to find and uh, one that, you know, kind of, in my opinion, paints a picture of what uh, a fully built out board could be, but also shows us where we can start um, in the local areas and help us have uh, checkpoints that we can uh, move into in terms of, in terms of uh, continuing to develop our board. You know, you mentioned the board chair being uh, vital to the success of this. Talk just briefly about that and your experience. Maybe just a, maybe a specific example maybe of a relationship that you've had over the years in one of your four different roles um, in building a board and connecting to a board chair. Yeah, that, that role is so critical. And, you know, just uh, praying through, you know, uh, Lord, lead us to the right person when it comes to the board chair. Because mm -hmm. really three key elements of the board chair, they're they're leading the board as a whole, mm -hmm. uh, meaning expectations, what that looks like. And and the relationship between the director and the board chair is so critical. And I, what I ended up finding is many times that board chair ended up becoming my accountability partner. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of time in prayer together. Uh, we grew in ministry together. It was just incredible. So that role would be to, to lead the board as a whole, lead the board members, mm -hmm. uh, really kind of those expectations around board members and encouraging them, equipping them, and then leading the board meetings. Yep. Uh, what does that look like? And yeah. so that's that's really the critical role around that. Mm -hmm. And I think that the training that you've given and I've seen have been a part of and watched you lead out that I've been able to lead out now in the region uh, of the board chair training is so vital to the success of of building that foundation. One of the things we do is is the alignment from our staff to our boards to our volunteers to our donors, throwing character coaches in there. Uh, how important is it? 
for our boards to be in alignment with our core values, our statement of faith, um, to help us, um, you know, to develop this board framework to have, you know, unity across the across the world, but yet still have that uh, local um, uniformity that we need to help us develop and have that situational awareness. Talk to us about the value of alignment from top to bottom. Yeah, that's critical as well. You know, I think um, if if you don't have clarity around your mission, vision, and values and methods as an organization, um, you're in trouble and you can drift in many different directions. And so, You know, for us, our vision is a clear and compelling picture of what the future is, and it's really our why. Mm. Um, Our mission is our call to action, and that's really our what, Mm -hmm. uh, what we're about and what we're going to be trying to accomplish. And then our values are really those core convictions that define us and drive our culture. Um, Those are really our who. And then when it comes to our methods, our, our methods are the way. Mm-hmm. How are we going about doing this? And for us, you know, it's really to and through the coach. And so just really having alignment and clarity around those elements are, are so critical and important. And then when you, but the neatest thing about this is when you come into the board structure, expectations, those kind of things, Uh, There's uniformity, but then there's a ton of flexibility because every market is different. Mm -hmm. And how you operate in an urban setting to a very rural setting, you know, your goals, the ministry plan that you're putting together uh, may look quite different. Mm -hmm. But that's where, you know, that flexibility in that is is, is so good. Yeah, Yeah, that is great. As we continue to talk about the vision, mission, values, methods, and strategies, even with our staff and helping them to continue to gain clarity around it. We see our boards come into more alignment. We see our volunteers come into more alignment, even our donors catching that big vision that's very, as you said, clear and compelling. Uh, So it's so, so vital. Uh, That's great, Mike. Thanks. Let's look uh, into just a few resources that are on the website. Uh, The Leadership Board Expectation Sheet can be found in the resources it's crucial to creating unity within the board. Uh, in your experience, who determines those expectations and what framework uh, do we use to build that out? What's that, what's that look like for a local board? Yeah, so what we did, Drew, is we put together what I would call best practices. Mm-hmm. You know, I always ask, I always make a statement kind of whatever you expect is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was always important for us, uh, especially in the environments that I was in, to uh, really work with our board chairman and our board as a whole and setting what those expectations are. So putting in place term limits, you know, those kind of things are really mm-hmm. important for healthy growth of leadership and ministry. Board meeting requirements, uh, board event requirements, uh, you know, what are the expectations around how do I serve? Mm-hmm. Board financial uh, requirements. And I think internally what has to happen is is the board getting together, praying over these, and kind of setting those expectations for their board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not us coming in and saying, hey, this is the mandate of what you do, but you guys really praying through that and deciding, okay, what are those expectations for us and how are we going to operate? And for a lot of boards, uh, I always look at startup growing and mature and using that as an evaluation of where we are. 
and then setting expectations based on that. So if you're in a startup, your expectations are going to be a little different than if you're a mature board. That's good. That's good. Um, I think the reality, uh, when you put a board expectation sheet in front of a, a new director and board chairman, they see things on there and they think to themselves, man, I don't know if we can do that. Well, I have just learned and seen that um, when you give people the freedom to pray through, to work together, to create um, to create weighing and buying, an environment where there's weighing and buying to see what's best to help them accomplish those local goals, it really does uh, turn into a, a, a great, not just a, an expectation sheet, but also a recruiting sheet uh, moving forward for the next uh, board member uh, that we're going to invite to be a part of our team. Absolutely. You know, and I, I simplify it down, Drew, into three things. Pray, serve, give. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How do, and how do we do that well yep. together? Yep. No, that's great. That's great. Those three words will come up some more. Hey, let's, uh, let's take just a, a quick pause. I want to invite one of our, our current directors in Oklahoma to share a testimony about the impact of board training uh, in his local area. And so let's pause and let's hear from this uh, staff person, John Caps, and then we'll come back together and um, continue just a few more questions before we wrap up. I feel at the position that we were all in, being the board and myself, we were definitely ready for some clarification of roles, not just them, but, but me. I felt like we were strong in some areas, but we were also weak in in the areas where I found that I needed them the most. And in order to get them to that point, we both had to be educated. And I didn't realize the gap that I created by not educating them. Since then, we've we've been in a pretty good position to move forward, to move ahead with what we want to do, which is more ministry. We took six boxes of pretty good size. On the front of those boxes, there were cardboard boxes. We wrote the main things, such as one would say events, and below the word event would be all the things that come with planning for the event, the event venue, to the event speaker, to the event night, just everything that encapsulated that evening or what we were trying to do. And another one could be coaches ministry, the other could be uh, huddle ministry, the other was, it was just six boxes based on what would I do short term as well as long term. I would, as the as we trained, I'd hold up one box, and then I would take another box, and I would take another box, and I ended up with six boxes, and they couldn't even see me, but they got a pretty good picture as to what all the director does, how we can be overwhelmed, what are some things we need to pass on to them. Well, since then, we've we've been able to improve everything that we do through our board meetings, as well as our board emails. We've gotten a better response. And in, in the things that we that we do, they're asking, you know, okay, what do we do here? What do you need us to do here? And in the midst of all of it, I became better at asking because that's where I found out I was weak. They became better at asking. I feel like we're at a good midpoint. I think we could all do better. But at the same time, I feel like that to be mature is to be um, at a point to where we're all as effective as we can be. And mm-hmm. I just, I just don't, I don't think we're quite there yet. But we're a lot further along after the training than what we were at this point last year. And I think it's my job, as well as board chair, to really focus on what they need to hear and when they need to hear it. How strategic we can be within our own board meetings 
in order to put everybody in a position, the ministry mainly. We took an example sheet of what was sent to us, and I asked the board what they thought about it. I emailed it out to everybody and asked them to uh, make suggestions, any kind of tweaks, and what they felt like is fair, being the fact that they're going to have uh, the most vested interest in that. If we're going to ask them to recruit newer board members, then it's at least something that they needed to have their hands in on. And that's that's been something that has created clarification. Before, we just didn't have it. We didn't have term limits. We didn't have an understanding of what exactly we needed from that, uh, from each one. With that, it, it makes it easier because it gives them something. It's just a set of expectations based on, hey, when you come serve here, this is what we need from you. And sadly enough, we kind of left them out in the dark with not having those for, for quite some time. And it's brought about a much better feel. Everybody's just more comfortable with the standards that are set. For me, I can, I can only speak to myself, but I would, I would highly recommend anybody to not be afraid of it. I think when we give people a vested interest in what, what we're doing from the inside, I think it could possibly bring about certain levels of uh, fear. And at the same time, that was maybe where I was caught up a little bit more. I think any time you, you involve the right people in the right way, you really, you really get a blessing. And that's just what it's been. So, you know, for me, it's just been great to see them go to work. I wish I'd have done it you know, several years ago. At the same time, it, uh, we're moving forward. If I'd have known a lot earlier, definitely would have done it sooner. I highly recommend it for anybody. I think it puts teammates in the right position, people that have decided to come alongside and serve. I think it creates the, the clarity that everybody needs, the expectation. I was just afraid of that from too many from too many areas that I thought that I could do it on my own. And the truth is, I just can't be the most effective. That's why God's provided these people. Again, we're back with Mike Miller, our executive board chair and donor executive with FCA. He's done a phenomenal job of sharing with us some resources looking at fca.org slash boards. Just a couple more questions for you, Mike, to wrap up this session of the podcast. How have we just heard a testimony from John Caps and the impact of the board training in his local area? How have you used the board training in the past and what outcomes have you seen once that training um, is is uh, in front of the team is complete. Yeah, so I the I, we have two different elements of board training: mm-hmm. one for the board chair, yep. and one for the board as a whole. Mm-hmm. And um, I've used both of those to, to where uh, inviting uh, you know everybody from potentially a region to even just a local area mm-hmm. for board chairs to come together and do the training around that. And then also to do the board training um, as a uh, with the whole board. Okay. And what I find out uh, during that time is it really does uh, uh, help every board member understand our mission, vision, values, and methods um, organizationally, how we operate, mm-hmm. and the support that we have as a whole. And I think that's very empowering to board members to go through that. And then on the training side, just how we operate. Mm. And, you know, I think it really helps our boards understand, okay, this is the structure that we can operate within and help us to be successful going forward. And then uh, uh, it's the planning time, Mm -hmm. really taking the time to plan out, okay, if we're going to build ministry teams on our board, 
what are the goals, what are the uh, elements that we're going to put in place that are going to really help the ministry grow over the next few years? And what are those projects that we can work on together as a board to really help the ministry grow? Yeah, yeah, that is that is great. And, and I think that the reality is when someone feels that they're a part of the team, they get some training from the ministry to help them be at their best while they're on the team. What a motivational and uh, momentum-building opportunity for the people that, that uh, as Bob Wiedemann always says, the, the people that are sitting at the table, the A-team, to help us pray, serve, and give in a way that helps us accomplish our local ministry goals, but also the overall fulfilling of the vision to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ and the influence of coaches and athletes. So, um, you know, on the website, on the homepage, fca.org slash boards, at the very bottom, all the training that we're discussing, board chairs, directors, you can get this training uh, just, just by the click on your computer. You can have that in front of you. You can invite your supervisor. You can invite your regional vice president. You can invite whoever you need to to help you come in and do these trainings, and uh, they have been a great success. You know, two of the, uh, or one of, at the bottom of that page, there's also some videos. Uh, you know, video is, is an important thing for, for the use of people today. They're on social media watching videos over and over. YouTube was on 60 Minutes recently talking about how many videos are watched, how much time is watched on videos uh, talk to us about some of the ministry videos and impact videos. Why do you think those were important for us um, to have on our site? Yeah, I, I think it just helps in telling the story of FCA. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like the FCA impact video really gives the history of the organization, mm-hmm. the vision of Don McClannan and the call on his heart to, you know, start this ministry from the inception. And then also to see what I would call many heroes of the faith mm. um, yeah. who have been a part of this ministry for so many years. And, and, you know, that's just inspiring and empowering. And then the impact videos are really focused on life change mm. today. Yep. You know, things that are happening in our communities and all over right now. So th- those are powerful. Yep. It's easy to sit around a board table at a board meeting and focus on financials and focus on ministry events and focus on what's upcoming and to forget who we were, where we are today, and where the Lord is calling us into the future. And so I, I, I just say thank you for making that a part of this site and to help us continue to, to be driven by the why, uh, the why of what we do and the how of what we do it. So thank you so much for that, Mike. Let's uh, let's close this this session. Uh, l- leave us with one of your favorite FCA stories, Mike, and uh, let us get to know you just a little bit better and how the Lord has impacted your life with FCA. Yeah, I think you know uh, one of my favorite, and it's kind of a board related story. Uh, and in Cincinnati, we were really trying to build our board, and just amazing to watch how God worked when we were working on some of our key expectations and I had a coach who loved the ministry, who was on our board kind of representing the ministry team. And I had a uh, executive who was an entrepreneur who loved the ministry, loved to help with funding, those kind of things, Mm -hmm. but wasn't necessarily really engaged in the ministry. And we were setting board expectations and they came, both came back to the table and uh, the coach said, Hey, to be on this board, you have to be willing to go to at least two huddle meetings in a year 
and go to a camp and and see the open mic on a Thursday evening, that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. And then the business leader came in and goes, well, to be on this board, you have to give a raise $5,000, mm. you know, that kind of thing. And so with that, the business leader said, I just really don't have time to go to a huddle. And so the coach ended up looking at him and saying, how about if I bring my huddle to your house? Oh, well. And right there in the room, there was this dynamic that happened, you know, peer to peer. It was, it was really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the business guy said, absolutely, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And coach brought his whole huddle to this gentleman's house. And from that time on, he ended up hosting uh, a huddle every other week in his home for the schools in which his kids went to. Wow. So watching those kind of dynamics happen in the relationship element, and you know, it's just powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's an amazing story. I have found that when they get the personal touch of the ministry impact, everything changes for them. Everything yeah. changes for them, and so way to go. Thanks for sharing that. Well, guys, that's been uh, part one of our time with with Mike Miller, our executive in FCA when it comes to uh, board and donor advancement. Mike has done a phenomenal job. He just gave us some great insight as to the uh, the, the value of fca.org slash boards and how we have put it together to, to resource and uh, add value to increase the leadership capacity in the local area. We're going to have Mike uh, join us again next month to talk more specifically about donor ministry. And uh, I know that you guys will continue to benefit from that as part of the role of the board is 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 to yes to pray to serve but also to give to help fulfill the local ministry plans but also to exhaust their influence uh mike any final thoughts uh, to close out our conversation around the website and or boards specifically no just encourage everybody to uh, dive in and take a look at it and um Uh, We're here to serve and would love to help in any way we can. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, thanks so much. We'll see you. We'll visit with you again next month, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. This is FCA. And and I walked up to John and I said, I'm not sure exactly what FCA was ever supposed to look like, but this is it. Mm. This is is young people discipling others and and their influence, and that's, that's exactly what we all hope that FCA could do. We've never been asked or called to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so what this has done for us is call us out of our comfort zone. This is FCA. We've seen the fruit uh, of our our prayers increase uh, our huddles to almost 88 huddles now uh, and seen hundreds come to know the Lord. Listen to the FCA board chair and director leadership podcast with Drew Beard every month as he speaks with other board members, FCA staff, and coaches. Give an encouraging word on how you can make an impact through FCA. That why we do what we do matters. The organizational things that nobody sees, all so that we can go out and lead every coach and every athlete to a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and His church. Be encouraged today. Thank you for the the, uh, the ministry that you have within this within our organization. And let's continue to strive to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. Thank you.